everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And today we are very excited to be talking about the three most recent Hallmark Christmas movies. This is our third episode covering just this Thanksgiving week. And uh, I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. And we're very always very glad to get a chance to talk with Dr. Lisa Lucas is here. Hello. Yes. So happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. I'm ready for more stuffing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You had an eventful Thanksgiving. It sounds, sounds like. Yeah. So, uh, take two happens tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) That way we had chicken and there's a take two and I'm going to be sure that I get all of my cheesy potatoes and stuffing again tomorrow. (laughs) Is that, is that what you look forward to most? Is the, uh, (laughs) <laughs> yes the, all, the, all the sides my grandma made an amazing cheesy potatoes which is probably just like a standard recipe that you know people have and there's yeah. probably better ones out there but it's all I ever knew and they're amazing <laughs> <laughs> and like just to give you an idea on the top you take like the um regular lace chips and you crush them up and then they kind of oh. you know, crispy in the the oven and the yeah cheese. okay i'm hungry <laughs> we, I, <laughs> we had my sister made this macaroni and cheese and we don't normally have macaroni and cheese don't at thanksgiving yeah. but man she nailed it it was so good <laughs> <laughs> we may be now having it in the future you're like uh, all a family holiday yeah, now have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, it no, was, I'm a big fan of the the food part of holidays, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I well, it was really fun because my sister and her boyfriend were in town and they're in in England. Uh and so I don't get to see them very much. And so that was that was really, really fun. But we did have a very, a very yummy meal and I was in charge of bringing the salad, which <laughs> You're like easy breezy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was it was tough. We're talking about the movies that aired on uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday on Hallmark Channel. Thanksgiving special. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they are the uh, we have the Christmas Club. Yes. And then Christmas at the Plaza. Yes. And then Christmas in Evergreen, Tidings of Joy. So it's going to be interesting. <laughs> I, I have to state out front. I, I was not the biggest fan of this grouping. Yeah. And so if you're somebody who gets irritated when I don't like these movies, <laughs> then this might not be the podcast for you. Or uh, stick with me. Yeah. <laughs> You're on I'm, Team Elisa. <laughs> I'm just a jerk. What can I say? I don't know. But well, but also, Rachel, I think we also have to stay at the uh, state at the beginning that, as people probably know if they've listened to other episodes that I've been on, that I grew up on Lifetime and not on Hallmark. So everything I'm watching is generally brand new. Like there hasn't been anything I've seen where I've been like, yeah, I've seen that one or you know so for me yeah. i'm like everything's great <laughs> i'm like and a cookie crawl <laughs> my life yeah well none of these lived up to the 
Oh, well, no. Worry of the cookie crawl. Not. That's for sure. Absolutely not. But I have a level of positivity <laughs> that you can never find on Lifetime. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> and I did love, and I was telling you this off air, I, there was a, a Lifetime movie that I loved called A Christmas Wish that everybody should watch and we'll talk i'll talk with lisa about it on tuesday we'll record it on tuesday uh about uh, that was really good uh in our non-hallmark coverage uh yeah. that i really really liked and Thank you. i wrote it down to see yes. if my mom dvr'd it so i can watch it with her tonight <laughs> when we do mm-hmm. or this weekend when we do thanksgiving part two the remix yeah. <laughs> I, I also loved Twinkle All the Way on Lifetime. So, mm. so for a while there, I thought that uh, that Hallmark was just beating the tar out of Lifetime this this year, which was the opposite of last year. But then yeah. this week, they're coming in pretty strong. So, coming in, coming in yeah. <laughs> right. Well, so let's talk about these three movies and <laughs> favorites. Yes. <laughs> my favorites um but let's talk about the christmas club which was my favorite of the three. Ooh, interesting personally yes yeah. uh and so <laughs> here we go uh <laughs> so it uh the summary is these are two busy strangers olivia bennett and edward taylor meet when when they help an elderly woman find her lost christmas savings thanks to fate and christmas magic they also find something they were both missing true love and so this is based on a novel and it was adapted by julie sherman wolf who's friend of the podcast and uh when she she was on the podcast this last week and uh she's great really funny person really funny writer and i think that that's where this movie really shines is i thought the writing was was really sharp and uh and you know i i famously was a little bit disappointed that the movie was not actually about a christmas club (laughs) (laughs) is someone who's getting friendship for their job same (laughs) yeah (laughs) i want to be in a christmas club (laughs) i know like how cool would it be you have uh every month you meet with fellow members of the christmas club and you like one let's say in january maybe you have like uh you talk about putting away the tree and you have you know different each month you'd have a different uh the christmas treat that you'd eat and you'd have basically christmas all year long it would be so cool oh my goodness i want to join (laughs) right and i think a, a particular christmas club that i i think a big part of that christmas club should be there should be a cookie each month (laughs) yes Ah, so you'd be ready for the cookie crawl i'm so ready for the cookie crawl (laughs) (laughs) so okay so hallmark if you're listening we have a new movie (laughs) so yeah the christmas club (laughs) we we talked with with julie i talked with julie about it and we're 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 working on ideas for coming up with the actual christmas club movie if you need any help with cookie ideas let me know yeah or taste (laughs) testing (laughs) yeah don't just stick with just gingerbread oh god no god (laughs) let's move on that's i loved that in the cookie crawl movie which she's like she's like 
They just made chocolate chip cookies. What is wrong with them? <laughs> I was they even have like mint flavored M and M. And so this movie stars Cameron Matheson and Elizabeth Mitchell. Yes. And it 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 was a tiny bit distracting because when I think of Elizabeth Mitchell, I don't think of Lost like most people probably do. Yeah. I, I think yeah. of Once Upon a Time and she was elsa and oh, yeah. elsa slash ingrid i think was her name uh but uh, you know in the real world or whatever <laughs> and, <laughs> i and forgot about that show that was good it was okay. such a good show i loved it i, I might it. have to rewatch that i just yeah. wrote another note now you get movies <laughs> and a tv series thanks <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but uh but yeah so you know with frozen 2 just coming out yeah it's just my mind just went immediately there yeah and, <laughs> <laughs> i do and, like her a lot though yeah. so i was like pleased to see her in the movie <laughs> yeah the casting was really strong and i do think that they had nice chemistry mm -hmm. uh between cameron and uh and elizabeth she felt a little bit to me like a fairy person like she was just she was so light and kind of fun and uh, and uh, i don't know sweet baby angel yes <laughs> yes but she does say in the movie like i like to help and she seems to be like that's just her spirit and like, don't we all need that during black friday and other parts of the yeah. holiday <laughs> like seriously i i would not be surprised at all if she was like like an actual fairy person like yeah she's so we'll wait for the sequel yeah <laughs> um but yeah and cameron matheson is always just mm -hmm. i mean come on <laughs> no i like him a lot like i even know who he is yeah <laughs> i mean i was like oh yeah this guy okay <laughs> yeah there's something about these uh, soap opera stars who they, they just really transition well. so well over they do really well to hallmark yeah. and uh, and so that's definitely the case with cameron matheson mm -hmm. and we'll see also ryan pavey coming up he, who he, i didn't know and i took some notes on him oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast and thank our sponsors over at Care Of. They've been such wonderful sponsors for the podcast. And right now you can get 50% off your first Care Of order. Go to TakeCareOf.com, enter code Hallmarkies50. That is new. That's different than our previous uh, code for their sponsorship. So you go to TakeCareOf.com, enter code Hallmarkies50. What's great about Care Of is, is how personal it is. You go online, you take the quiz, and it helps guide you through sort of your needs and help you to figure out what kind of vitamins you should be taking uh, so that you're not just sort of wasting your time and your, your money on things that don't really fit your needs. I was able to sort of narrow down my needs for sleep products and to help me get a little more energy and some of the other things. And it's very personal. The, each 
uh, packet that you get has a little quote on it. Is it able to, to, you know, can help inspire you to be the healthiest version of yourself. And I just was very impressed by the, the level of detail that they go to, to make it personal and everything is just very easy to use. You can just stick them in your purse or your suitcase. If you're traveling during this time of year, it's the holidays. We're all going to be setting new year's resolutions coming up soon. So what a perfect way to start now, start in December. And this would make a, also a great gift, something really thoughtful. They have protein powders. They have all different kinds of things that can be a great healthy part of your life. It's very easy, very convenient, comes right to your door. So definitely check out Care Of, and right now, 50% off your first Care Of order. Go to TakeCareOf.com, enter Hallmarkies50. Yeah, and so what did you think of this whole, this sort of the whole premise of, because in this world, the Christmas camp is basically yes. like a layaway system at the bank, yeah. where like they basically take out however much every month so that you have this this savings yeah. uh, for christmas and what do you think of gertrude oh well i th well first off i was like the layaway and i mean i it reminds me of my childhood like just like all the layaway stuff that my parents did so that we could get toys for christmas and things like that so that part i was like this feels like my childhood uh -huh. and gertrude she was up to i was like if you thought that Olivia was a fairy. This woman was like a matchmaker in disguise. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I thought she was great. <laughs> yeah, it was really cute. I liked the whole uh, concept of it all is yes. that they're going to, you know, they, they make her money flies away. And these two people are obviously meant to be together because they're both so nice that they yeah. uh that they want to help this this lady and uh it, so it was it was real cute and i liked the sense of christmas magic in yes. this because we don't get enough of that in uh hallmark movies we actually i mean in two of these we had a little bit of christmas magic which was nice but can we uh -huh. say they made the christmas magic happen because when her money flew away they they produced it <laughs> all right yeah so that part of the magic was two people coming together like let's help out gertrude but at the same time like there's a really strong idea about like fate in this movie so that he had 220s and she had 220s and that they belong together but i disagree with the idea that he's nice i think he well partially like i think he's nice but he just has covered it up <laughs> and she and he needs olivia to to bring that out yeah i mean he's a little bit of he's gotten a little ensconced in the world of business yes but not so much that he could be mean to a exactly. old lady who's lost all her savings I mean, they're still <laughs> although they step outside he's like yeah those 20s are gone <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i guess it's not so much that he isn't nice he's realistic <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i mean but it kind of made it was an interesting choice because i felt like his character was way more conflicted mm -hmm. than you typically see in uh in some of these you know paragons of virtue men that we typically see but his 
the things that he uh he's sort of his his concerns about you know sort of repeating the mistakes of his parents yeah and sort of that childhood trauma and you're talking about a and i mean both of these uh i mean you're talking about two two people in their 40s i think i mean two it's not like this is a young romance but he still uh he still holds that you know some of that fear and like he doesn't even eat pecans because his parents evidently had (laughs) a big big row over them i don't know (laughs) but uh what was this fight about pecans i'd like (laughs) to know but i i do think that's an interesting point to to have is that you know is it so much fate or is it time for them to both let go of the things that have kept them from others you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. in a way it's like he's wearing that in his adult life as armor to protect himself and what that ends up doing is just keeping him from being happy with another person yeah and then we know with her story is that her husband has passed away yeah. and and so is it her friend that's like a christmas wish let's get you a man yeah like, <laughs> i'm not ready and it's you know it's been eight years and and i don't want to say that oh she should be ready at a year she'd be ready at eight or 18 like that's up for someone to decide because you know to me a loss of someone that you loved is it I mean, who's to say how long that would take to get over? So, right, yeah. But I think they're both kind of coming in at a point where maybe it is time for her and maybe it's time for him to shed the, the armor, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I, I like that. Yeah, I did too. And yeah. uh, his sister was the MVP <laughs> of the movie. I love his sister. She was so cool and so well performed by the actress. And I I don't know. I just thought that she was great. <laughs> I love it. She's like, have you called him? No, I lost his number. Uh, here's his number. Can I get yours too? Like she yeah. was just like <laughs> going for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just really thought she was cool and her kids were cool. And yeah, I, I just really enjoyed it. And he, I mean, he was wounded. He had his own yes. wounds and yeah. so did she but i never i never felt like he was too bitter uh no. he he just i don't know maybe it's just cameron matheson is yeah the best and so yeah. i i <laughs> uh and so it was an interesting uh you know we've seen this save the save the whatever million times what it was a little bit i think a different uh spin on it this time mm-hmm. because she uh is a teacher at a dance studio and uh and her uh boss or whatever is selling the studio and she doesn't really have any control over that she wants to do yeah. the final recital but sort of the 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 different take on it is she uh, is encouraged by Cameron Methon's character to start her own studio mm-hmm. and so it was it wasn't the same kind of dynamic where we typically see oh the last minute the studio gets saved or whatever like this was more interesting because the her character has to kind of see if if she can kind of get the courage to go out on her own which was a lot better than a typical save the well and i also think that it goes back to this idea that maybe they're good for each other and the timing is right because the studio is closing. So maybe it's not so much fate to me, like as it is timing and that 
she met someone who is a business consultant. So he helps people open businesses. And so that's something where he has the knowledge. And so he helps people, she helps people, they both help people. So they're both into to that sort of thing. And then, yeah, like maybe she's been waiting a long time to go out on her own and he encourages that. And I think she helps him see you know, maybe, and that's, I don't want to say the error of his ways by holding on to the pecans, but I don't know how else to say it, <laughs> yeah. you know? And yeah. so, so I think one of the things though, is that when looking for a partner, is it someone who supports you and encourages you and makes you better? And I think that was the case that they did that for each other. Yeah, right? for sure. I also think, it, you know, another moral, if you will, would be that you can't do everything by yourself though, too. Like, it is her moving out of the comfort zone, but it's also through someone else's knowledge and assistance that she can, she can make that happen, mm -hmm. you know? So I think that I did enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved like little cute moments, like when the, they have the hot tech, hot cocoa tech support, you know, <laughs> and, he, and he's like, he, it was cute. I mean, come yeah. on, who couldn't like that with Cameron Matheson getting the whipped cream all over his face and <laughs> it's just cracking up and yeah, yeah that enough. was, it yeah. was, that was really cute. I also liked, uh, the mysterious vendor person mm -hmm. who, <laughs> it's like they're there for the cons but then also uh the ho 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 hot dog <laughs> and i was talking with someone on twitter about it and we were trying to figure out what would a ho 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 hot dog be yeah so um, they look just like normal hot dogs which would be very disappointing if yeah because then it's not at least festive like at least like <laughs> line it with some ketchup and some relish to get that green <laughs> yes or like is do the buns like do you make the bread buns with some dye in it so they're like oh. red or green now that would be fun See, you or... went the more you went the more color yes idea yeah so and that 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 could definitely be because if i just got a regular hot dog and it was supposed to be a ho 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 hot dog yeah there would be some definite disappointment yes there. like the other way to go would be like is well, it with flavors yeah like, see that's what i was thinking i was thinking so uh, of like a cranberry if yeah. you had like a cranberry relish oh okay yeah. now that would be interesting mm -hmm. that would be delicious it <laughs> would be great why don't we always talk about flavors? <laughs> i don't know i don't know uh, but uh but yeah that i thought he was fun i just the whole i liked the christmas magic elements yes. were cute i thought in this and uh and i the i also thought that weird uh um puzzle mural thing <laughs> i've never seen that in my life and yeah, i've seen I've, a lot of these christmas movies so that was fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah see like see people won't be mad at you you liked it <laughs> <laughs> i did i liked this one uh, and then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, and uh, I, I, there were some things I didn't like though. So okay. let's get to mean person territory. Okay. I thought the conflict was not my favorite. Like okay, yeah. what on earth? Why would she be, she's mad at him for helping her get a loan. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, that was really irritating to me. <laughs> but, 
one of the things might be like the I can do it on my own. I've been doing it for eight years. I don't need someone to save me. But yeah, like, like how dare or not, you? He know, but the thing about it is like, like I can understand why someone would want to do something independently. Okay, I get that, especially since you've been on your own for eight years. But this person has knowledge yeah. that you don't have, so like, let's make it happen. And it's not <laughs> like I, I mean, what bank in the world is going to be like? Well, uh, we weren't going to give a loan to so and so for this commercial investment that could lose a ton of money for us. But <laughs> we, our buddy here, vouches for her, so. Therefore, we're going to uh, we're going to take this big risk. And yeah. I was like, "Come on!" And I <laughs> mean, like, that's not how it works. <laughs> I just thought that was so lame and. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I personally am really grateful when people yeah. help me get a loan. Oh gosh, yeah, especially <laughs> because yeah, there's too much else going on, and we're just trying to to make it through. Let's <laughs> help me get that loan. <laughs> There's a similar conflict on the TV show Gilmore Girls, and that episode really bothers me because it's like she doesn't want her mom to help her get a loan, and it's like, but you need the loan. Yeah. And like, uh, so what are you going to do? Yeah, in Chesapeake Shores, Jesse Metcalf's character, her, his dad works at a bank or whatever, yeah. and uh, he his dad helps him to get a loan on this pretty risky investment and he's all ticked off at like uh, i don't need your help why do you you don't uh, you don't believe i can do it on my own and, and i just prefer just being like he literally is helping you get the loan of course he <laughs> believes in you like what? Every, yeah relax <laughs> <laughs> i don't know so that was ir a little irritating to me i was also a little bit irritated that she was annoyed with cameron's character for the fact that his client ended up purchasing or is interested in purchasing the dance studio like mm -hmm. that is not his fault no he, yeah his job and i do get kind of irritated in these movies when people are the bad guy for doing their job like they're yeah. not it's not like they're ebenezer scrooge you know taking yeah. the the money from <laughs> yeah and Poor it's not person. like it has nothing to do with her you know what i mean and like even if that was the case it's like he's known you for how long whatever yeah. <laughs> and he, and he obviously it wasn't some kind of underhanded thing yeah and uh, so uh, <laughs> you know i liked the fact that it was a different take on the save the whatever yeah um but i was also a little bit irritated yeah that. let's get beyond these like petty sort of conflicts when like let's keep our eye on the ball so to speak right instead of being mad like i think that's what ends up happening not just in hallmark movies in life we end up blaming people for things that are out of their control or might be our own fault <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of like we waste a lot of time doing that um a lot of energy and time worrying yeah and being mad and things like that and and it ends up not being worth it so well that's why i liked his sister because she was just from the very beginning like stop being stupid like this is ridiculous <laughs> like what is wrong can we get shirts made stop yeah. being stupid <laughs> yeah, so that'll be our new merch yeah yes. i like it at least stickers i need that on my computer <laughs> somebody
anybody out there if you're an artist you want to design a yeah. stop being stupid uh design yes we'll put it up on I'll the end. A sticker i probably shouldn't wear that to like work or anything i'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a teacher <laughs> well i mean you're a college teacher so it's probably <laughs> probably would be pretty would apropos I would adjust it to stop getting in your own way. <laughs> <laughs> You're too nice. <laughs> Be like, stop being stupid. <laughs> yeah. It might stay the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that wasn't that wasn't my favorite, but uh, I still liked the leads enough, and I thought that uh, that it was funny enough, and the script was yes. funny enough and so i i ended up you know i ended up i liked it uh even oh the other thing too is is so he gets her or she gets his number Mm -hmm. and instead of entering it in her phone like a normal (laughs) human in 2019 she gets it on the napkin (laughs) and then of course it gets wet right away and i was like (laughs) Well, that's the thing is like because it's based on a novel like some of the stuff might need to be updated like because the christmas club is like the bank and i and i to be honest i don't know if people still do that so maybe people can let us know i don't know but like so some of it did feel like not quite adjusted for 2019 yeah. so then it's like that's, mm, that's you don't lose people's number accidentally when they put it in your phone <laughs> Yeah, right if you lose someone's number after they put it in the phone that was on purpose <laughs> right yeah exactly but that yeah now uh, i don't know how you could do it now it's like maybe she gets mad about him finding a buyer for the studio and she deletes it off her phone or maybe like yeah. the kid yeah deletes it accidentally off the phone yeah. those are like much that. more viable options <laughs> yeah then the uh because uh, a lot of times they they don't even ever explain how the various characters got their numbers yeah you know so i guess at least that's better than than that but <laughs> yeah. i don't know so those were <laughs> things it was the best but but overall i liked a little bit of magic i liked the chemistry mm-hmm. i i thought the whole i like gertrude and i liked uh, the vendor guy and i liked his yeah. sister so they're definitely enough positive moments for me yeah and uh i so i would give this one 3.5 crowns okay i i did enjoy it maybe a little bit more i liked the idea of you know i'm going with timing over fate but as someone who studies communication like i was like i learned a lot like there's good reminders for us in this mm-hmm. particular movie and i also enjoyed the chemistry and so I'm going to give it four crowns. Very good. Okay, good. All right. So next and then we- it goes downhill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then we had Christmas at the Plaza and the stars Ryan Pavey and Elizabeth Hello. Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> have and I seen a movie with him before? I don't think I have. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's pretty popular here on um our channels the summary for this one is with christmas approaching in new york city jessica an archival historian and meshed in a declining romantic relationship is hired to create an exhibition honoring the history of christmas at the plaza hotel there she meets nick a handsome decorator who's been commissioned to deck out the iconic landmark 
when they're paired together to prepare the exhibition they wind up enjoying a host of holiday traditions together and find themselves falling for each other tensions soon rise as jessica must figure out her romantic prior priorities and decide with whom she'll ultimately spend christmas at the plaza see that's and- the first problem <laughs> yes there's no question right hello right yeah they they really it's it's rough honestly i would have kind of no problem with this movie if i didn't think that the lead was woefully miscast i thought that elizabeth henstridge was just i'm sure she's a lovely human but this was just so miscast i thought that she was so awkward that she was so uncomfortable and i guess she's uh what is she she i mean i know she's on agents of shield i haven't watched agents of shield in a long time uh and she has a uh uh she has an accent Mm -hmm. um and because she's english an english actress and so i don't know if it was just her awkwardness at playing an american or what but i just i thought that i don't know i she just was she did not do it for me i just thought she made every scene that was supposed to be charming really uncomfortable and really i thought she was so wooden and so uh, i I, again i don't want to be mean it just didn't work for me at all Well, and one of the things is, let's be honest, anyone cast across from this guy, I'd be awkward too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's and some fairness job to is that. Acting. I know, that's a joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I agree, like, the, I thought the chemistry in the other movies and that sort of thing, like, she didn't seem to fit the role as well um, as the other leads that we saw over the three movies. And so... Like, yeah, so it, it kind of, I mean, the character-wise, there were a lot of things I liked, but her in it, and I don't know, I can't recast it because I haven't seen enough Hallmark movies, but I'm sure you could. Like, oh, yeah. you might be able to see who you would want to see in that role. But I did really enjoy, can I say, the two things I loved most about this movie was that she was an archival historian. I was like, get it. <laughs> historians you know there's historians watching like finally (laughs) yeah it was a different career and i loved that i loved that part of it and i love that it was in the plaza but i don't know how much else i liked about it (laughs) yeah i i just i just couldn't i i couldn't get over it i just thought she was just so not the right person for this role and the thing i guess i don't understand is why not just have her have her accent who cares like make up some convoluted reason that it's a historian from england that lives in america done (laughs) yeah i mean she grew up in england and then her family moved when she was a teenager who cares like just it does not matter Uh, (laughs) that like just come up with some convoluted if it's not working which it really wasn't in my opinion to just come up with some some thing that will make it so that's better there's no doubt i don't know how anyone could argue that if she had her normal accent it would have been a billion times better and let's be real people with british accents 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, well, and it would have made her an interesting, I don't know, because I feel like it's not that Ryan Pavey has an accent, a, a, yeah. an English accent, but he has a very like sophisticated voice. I feel like mm-hmm. and there's something about his voice, right? Sorry. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. No, there's no doubt about it. Ryan PB is extremely he's an extremely thirsty guy. Like he is so <laughs> handsome. Uh, I feel and like my life was like before I saw a movie with Ryan PB. <laughs> <like this. laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Movie with Ryan. laughs> um, yeah. I mean it's it's just true. There's no doubt about it. Uh, he's right, a, like, like, and what could have been really cute about that, actually, it could have impacted the storyline in a really cute way, because they're doing all of these, like, Christmas traditions, and it could have been, like, lots of cute moments where it's like, well, in England, we did this, or, you know, something like that, like, it could have been, like, a cute story all around based on her growing up in England and, and, and being, like, a British American. Yeah type situation but like shout out to all the historians out there you got your moments for <laughs> yeah. sure <laughs> that's true that's very very true uh and i did like the meet cute uh was was pretty mm-hmm. was pretty good where she moves that ladder <laughs> and, and then he's just like hanging there that was, was like, um <laughs> hi excuse me <laughs> and i did I mean, I, that's just what's so frustrating to me about this movie is because I really don't have that many complaints as far as the story. The, yeah. The, I mean, I loved the setting of the plaza. I thought that was really nice. But I just, that was a fatal flaw to me. I just, the miscasting yeah. was a fatal flaw to yeah. me. I, sometimes it's hard to come back from something like that. Like, can I can I tell you one of the things that hurts me the most in casting is from the movie Les Mis, the one that came out that had Hugh yeah, Jackman. Yeah, right. Um, for me, I couldn't get past Russell Crowe yeah. in, in that role because he was not a strong singer and, like, that ruined everything for me. So, yeah. like, I at least, like, understand that, like, I, I love Les Mis. It's one of my favorite musicals, the 1980s, like, the original yeah. London recording I listen to it all the time. And so I was like, you need someone who can go toe to toe to Hugh Jackman, who is a wonderful singer. Right. And I was like, you couldn't get Mandy Patinkin? Like, come on. <laughs> right. So like, I get that. And, and like, I think it's a really cute idea. I love the plaza. Like, I mean, obviously I've never stayed there, but like there's <laughs> some sort of just, yeah, you know, like, it's just a magnificent place. And like, some of my favorite movies growing up were, you know, it was Home Alone. So the second one, when you yeah. <laughs> they're like, I don't know, there's like fond memories for it. And so I was really excited for this to take place in the plaza. And she's lovely. Like she has the look and everything like that. It just, I, I agree, maybe not as strongly, but like, I can understand how it, it makes it hard to talk about because there are so many more things that we could have enjoyed with different casting yeah. or different or acceptance of an accent. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and these movies are so based on chemistry that makes yes, sense. It, so if you're, if it's miscast, then you have a really hard time. At least I certainly did of buying the chemistry and, uh, and it's just, it's, it's tough, but 
but anyway, let's, you know, so <laughs> I really did like, uh, the, uh, uh, the Reginald Brookwater, the Bellman, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he was great. Bruce Davison. He was really mm -hmm. nice. And, uh, and then you have, uh, her boyfriend, Dennis, Ugh. Who, as an, as an academic, <laughs> how do you feel about him and the faculty party and the whole portrayal of academia <laughs> um <laughs> like pies can i say no comment <laughs> yeah because i just academic sometimes i just i can't i'm like a 15 year old girl i can't even i like it <laughs> Yeah, he was the worst. He That's the thing. It's just like, why you got... Okay, so I'm all like, yay, historians, you got your chance. But I'm also in academics. And I'm like, Dennis, you're ruining it for the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, uh, when she gets ready for the party in like five seconds, I, I was just like, wow, he should be so impressed with that. Yeah. <laughs> I have the best girlfriend ever. And how long it takes me to get ready. And meanwhile he's like looking at his world. watch like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't have to deal with this and i don't know he he was definitely one of the most insufferable wrong guys yeah. uh in of the season there's no doubt yeah i that's the thing is like i don't know like i i was following on twitter like the hashtag and that sort of thing uh -huh. i didn't tweet live but i was like reading it and someone was like you act like you're gonna propose and you give a research project get yeah. out of here boy <laughs> bye <laughs> i was like yes thank you like they've been dating for two years and he doesn't even it doesn't even occur to him that she yeah. might want more of a commitment i mean come <laughs> on and this might be like a controversial hot take on academia, but I think it, it does get that right that sometimes people spend way too much time thinking about research than doing other aspects <laughs> of the like you're a teacher, you do service, but also like take some time. Like academics spend way too much time on the research and 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 I think like there's a real missed opportunity for yeah. work life balance, including, I don't know, being in a happy relationship. Or maybe it wasn't so happy. Yeah. And it's time for him to get to Stefan. <laughs> well, and especially if he had seen Ryan Pavey's character, I think he might be like, uh, I, gotta, I gotta get with it. Because <laughs> oh he, was... he would have been so motivated to get it together. Yeah. Because <laughs> when Ryan Pavey's character is like, let's go have some linguine and clams, I'm like, go, go with him. <laughs> go with him. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, Dennis, I was like, no thanks. That's what my notes say. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> he, he was the worst. And and it's not only that Ryan PV is super handsome, but also he was just super nice and their banter, uh, you know, all that stuff. And I, 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 I think it was part of the problem is that like if you're going to have a set up a tension between like so she has a partner then she meets this new guy and that sort of thing and and there's problems in her relationship but there's there should be something where it feels like she's having a difficult time making the decision right yeah there was like, no question <laughs> yeah that's absolutely right 
you know, like he's a good guy and he's handsome and, you know, he's funny, but maybe it's just not right for them. Like, I don't know. I want to see something where it's not, because usually it turns out where it's like, that person is awful. <laughs> like, oh, who was the, the partner? I think it was their first movie that we did about friendship where it was her childhood friend um, and then they ended up getting married. I don't remember what that movie was called. Um, yeah the um uh the uh this is the very first time we had you on with um seven year hitch yes there it is yeah 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 (laughs) i do really great don't i (laughs) but no no it's very true but in in that case he was so evil that it was kind of entertaining yeah and i don't know i'm on the fence of whether i think dennis cross that sort of bridge no he didn't but it's just one of those things where it's like you kind of gotta bring someone who can go a little bit toe-to-toe with yeah right especially (laughs) because they've been dating for two years and these are like mature people like it's it's one thing if you're dating for two years and you're 20 22 you know what i mean then like and everybody has their choices and their path and everything but oh absolutely but i i i feel like it's not unreasonable to say if i was dating someone for two years as a mature adult that it would not be a surprise that they wanted like more commitment than to do a research paper together you know like (laughs) that that's that's how you how you show love in academics rachel yeah i guess yeah that's (laughs) pretty exciting i do I'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast and thank our sponsor. They are the good folks over at HelloFresh and they are America's number one meal kit. And right now you get nine free meals with HelloFresh by going to hellofresh.com slash hallmarkies9 and then use code hallmarkies9 when you check out. Most people are kind of aware, I think, of these meal kits, but I think what makes HelloFresh really special there's the easy layout of the recipe cards and just the freshness and uniqueness of the recipes because especially this time of the year where things are so busy we all need some help you can save so much time by using HelloFresh uh, because you don't have to go shopping you have the easy to use recipes and it's something that you can get out of your dinner rut these are chef curated meals and so you can try things that you would never try before and I recently tried it and I have had my three meals and they were all delicious. They were all easy to make. And they're definitely something that I would not have made on my own, which was nice. And it's also nice as a single person that I I didn't have to buy like a whole jar of something just to use a little tiny bit, which can be a problem. And you just get the little bit that you need. So it's actually not wasteful. And everything is just really fresh and yummy. And you've got your card there so you can really see what it's supposed to look like and what it's supposed to do. So I, I thought it was really, really yummy. And I definitely recommend it. And right now you can get nine free meals with HelloFresh. Going to HelloFresh.com slash Hallmarkies9. Use code Hallmarkies9. But, uh, but yeah, how did you feel about the fact that he takes her, the Ryan Pavey's character, takes her to his fam to the family party that that would that be like i i feel like if it's somebody that i don't even really know that well i've just been working with for a couple days and he takes me to his family party that's that's kind of a lot i feel like that's like too soon unless he felt like she had nowhere else to go kind of like you know how people do on thanksgiving like 
if you need a place to go, come here, you know, type of thing. But yeah, too soon. Too yeah. soon, buddy. Um, There's a lot to spring on someone. Yeah, because uh, it's like, <laughs> and it's like, what does it communicate? And does he beforehand, like, okay, this is what this is. I don't know. There's too many assumptions being made by too yeah. many people. And yeah, that can make any, could make the working relationship really awkward. It could make the family think, you know, what's going on here. I mean, there's so much that can come from it. And he might just be like, I like her. So I want to invite her, but too soon. Is yeah. what I would say. <laughs> you know, I mean, especially it's, it's one thing if it was like a, a dinner thing with his mom, you know, his parents or, it yeah. kind of remind me a little bit of uh of greek big fat greek wedding which is one yeah. of my favorite movies <laughs> She's like, she goes to, to mentally she, prepare people yeah. before you unleash that <laughs> she goes to his house and you know they're yeah. like talking about the country club and, and you know, whatever and and then he comes to her house and he's like let's put the goat on the spit and everything <laughs> the best um but yeah that would be i'd be overwhelmed let's yeah there if i uh went to his family's house i mean but he was prepared he even had the ugly christmas sweater ready to go in the car (laughs) ready for her yeah and uh, it was really cute though i loved the whole conceit of he puts a white star in the homes of the decorations that he loves yeah that was really that cute. was really cute i like that a lot also did you learn a new vocabulary word in finial day arbery i'm glad you said it because <laughs> i cannot pronounce it but i also was like say what now <laughs> we, so she, we're doing what is yeah. this some sort of historian academic thing that can we can i get captions and subtitles <laughs> yeah yeah and and uh they, she's doing the research and she finds out that these tree toppers which are i guess in fancy world are called finial de abre i'm probably also pronouncing that wrong but uh good. but yeah I, I i did my research and <laughs> i found out that uh in the article on uh it's monstersandcritics.com mm-hmm. uh, on the christmas in the plaza and it says here that uh the let's see here um but however viewers were left confused by two words uttered (laughs) with surprising frequency in the movie a large part of the plot seems to revolve around the characters finding a finial de aubrey from 1969 and uh it says the these words to say um turns out that a finial de abre is a type of christmas tree ornament that sits atop the tree arbre is french for tree and finial refers to the shape and type of ornament typically decorated with leaves or leaf-like motifs and uh and then the uh very well here's the thing like usually when people use like terminology like that that's important they might define what it is you know and then yeah you know maybe reginald's there oh it's a blah 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 oh you know so and then because we're all reginald in that moment just as an example so that make it easier but then i was just like 
oh, the stuff that goes on top of the tree. Okay, why don't we just say that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really think most people just call it a tree topper, but she is an academic and... Yeah, uh, but we also have to be able to translate what we're doing for people to understand us. Yeah, that's so true. She isn't talking to... It's not a... She's not writing a journal article. She's... But it also kind of felt <laughs> at home with the whole mystique of the plaza. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, it yeah. just felt Absolutely. fancy. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. <laughs> the plaza is fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Even Hallmark tweeted out, finial meaning a distinctive ornament at the apex of a roof, <laughs> pinnacle, canopy, or similar structure in a building or an ornament at the top end or corner of an object. Diabre meaning French for tree. So there you go. We Thank all learned you, something. Mark. We needed that. <laughs> we we learned something from watching Christmas at the Plaza. Yeah, I just and, need to work on the, my pronunciation. You have it pretty right. good. Say it again. Finial Diabre? Finial Diabre. Something like that. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure all the French are very offended at my terrible yeah, pronunciation. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I also liked the scene where they danced in the paris room yeah that was pretty that was cute Mm -hmm. uh and i liked the fact that she didn't cheat on dennis even though i you know obviously hate dennis but (laughs) she she pulls away because she's dating someone else so so that like that's one of the things that we talk about in my classes like i i do teach a, a dark side topic and that's one of the things that can happen cheating is like there's an opportunity but you still and that could be the dance in the parish room for example but you still have the opportunity to make a decision not to right, right. and so uh good on her for that yeah i i agree and so yeah i mean that was basically the the and then she comes up to the she breaks up with dennis and I, the, when she sees him with the ex, I was like, oh, come on, give me a break. Like, yeah. ugh, I don't know, that, that was not my favorite conflict either. Yeah. And, but when she comes and sees her house decorated with the white star, Aww. that was cute. It was really yeah, like, cute. And, and so, like, that's one of the things is that, okay, so I think what we've learned so far in the first two movies is have better tensions um that you're having and in this particular movie have better casting but that overall there's like really cute things that are happening that make it special and the white star was one of them i thought yeah i think so yeah so i <laughs> i mean i have to say i've enjoyed talking about this movie a lot more than I actually enjoyed. <laughs> uh, i like watching twitter go through the hashtag christmas at the plaza on twitter if you haven't already it's uh, yeah fun. <laughs> a lot of people that think ryan peavy is very dreamy which i don't but i know. also like all the stuff that people say about dennis like all the gifts and things like that yeah he was <laughs> he was the worst well i'm uh, like plaza was uh, tweeting stuff too so that was cool <laughs> yeah yeah um i wanted to like it a lot better uh so that was also there was definitely some disappointment in there because yeah. it sounded so magical Mm-hmm. um but yeah I, i'll give it two two crowns whoa yeah <laughs> i just didn't enjoy it it was just that was yeah. uh, i'll give it can i give it um an extra crown for ryan baby <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 3.25 
All right, good. Okay, last we have Christmas in Evergreen, Tidings of Joy. This is the third in the Christmas in Evergreen series, but you don't I haven't really seen the first two, so I was yeah. hoping I was going to be able to follow it, and I did. So. Uh, yeah, they're more like spinoffs, I would say, yeah. than, yeah. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, than, uh, than sequels, uh, yeah. although you do get the returning cast just briefly, because... Uh, ashley williams it was in the first one and the jill wagner was in the second one and they they're in this a little bit oh that's good so i'll have to go back and see if i can't find the first two so i can have the complete you know trilogy (laughs) yeah so this this is our third entry and it's as the town as the town searches for a rumored christmas time capsule a skeptical writer arrives in evergreen to get the story on the town's too good to be true christmas fever mm-hmm. so and this stars pa- paul green maggie lawson barbara niven the list goes on and on i love um, Maggie lawson i'm a huge fan of psych so when i saw she was in it that so that's like the opposite of the last movie right where the mm-hmm. lead kind of like that made it more disappointing and her as the lead made me more excited about everything yeah. in the movie <laughs> so. i was excited but i i liked the the secondary character secondary characters yeah. and secondary relationship yeah. way better than the main oh, relationship in yeah this. i liked maggie lawson i didn't say i liked her, her <laughs> i i it's weird because i feel like maggie lawson should be such a great fit for hallmark she's oh absolutely made, she's made three movies for them and all this is the best of the three but mm-hmm i don't know she has they've all been a little bit disappointing uh they haven't been great the story or the chemistry i don't know i can't quite figure it out because i think that in psych she the banter is different yeah than in this and i don't know i i don't know she just hasn't found Mm -hmm. the right spot for her or I, I think it's she's a weird thing absolutely charming though i love her <laughs> yeah yeah she's 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 good i it's just it's just an interesting thing because i yeah. i just think she would be one of the favorites one of the best but it, it's, I'll have to go, i don't know you're giving me so much to watch <laughs> <laughs> but yeah maybe i'll check out the other maggie lawson's maybe we can pinpoint it we got tips know. okay yeah let's <laughs> know but i yeah so we got kind of a lot going on in this movie mm-hmm. uh you have them meeting on the evergreen express which was really cute mm-hmm. and i think this whole this movie was elevated by a pretty fun script by mm-hmm. zach hug who has been on our podcast and cool really enjoy him and uh, just like little things that he would add in there like i liked the fact that when the librarian is talking and there's like an Alison Bechdel reference and I'm like I never thought I'd hear that on Hallmark <laughs> yeah you're like thank you <laughs> yeah and uh I, I don't know I just thought that that the Rakia Bernard and like and um Antonio uh uh oh what's his last name Antonio Caione I guess the Elliot and Hannah Mm-hmm. plotline was so much better yeah than the paul cute. green maggie lawson plotline yeah that i i would i would agree with that like 
I was least intrigued by the relationship of the main two folks. Yes. And and really sort of like immersed in the town and the magic. And yeah. I really enjoyed the capsule and the mystery and the little boy who found the stuff and and then pulling yeah. out and kind of doing I mean, can I reveal that now? Like the Yeah. The fifty year capsule ends up being an advent calendar for the town. And I and I thought that was a lot of fun. I think there's I know there's reasons behind advent calendar, but I think it's kind of fun um, idea to have like stuff left behind and ideas of how to celebrate the holiday yeah. and bringing the town together. And I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. I have to say, I think that journalist is probably my least favorite Hallmark heroine profession. Yes. It's just so like most of the time I feel like, the people that they have as journalists are mm-hmm. are really should be bloggers like they're yeah, not okay. i see what you're saying they yeah. don't fit at all in anything that's modern journalism yeah well and i also liked though as sort of like you know expanding upon that idea is that she wrote a book and so yeah. her mom wants her to be a journalist so to speak but she's on vacation but i do think that someone who writes would know that there's something special about this town that you would have to write about. Yeah. I didn't like the pressure from her mom. Like, mom, she's on vacation. There, there's <laughs> yeah. gotta be someone else out there in the world who can write something for you besides your daughter, who is a book author. Who- yeah. And I did yeah. <laughs> appreciate the fact that they did, he didn't stay huffy at her very long at all. Yes. Yeah. Like, so he let I- it go pretty quickly. Because yeah, like she was right when she, she was telling the truth when, when she saw him on the train to say that she was not writing an article. And then at the time, from the time that she saw him on the train until later, things change. And that's exactly what life is. Like things change yeah. very quickly. Things develop very quickly. And I would agree. So he's not mad at her for doing her job, so to speak. Although I was like, I don't think it's your job. I think your job right now is to be on vacation and enjoy this magical town of right. every- because it is magical and it's such a magical town that neither of these neither of these humans does their writing because he's like a journalist too like a former journalist on they that they do it by hand instead of on the computer (laughs) which i was just like (laughs) what year is it (laughs) yeah hey rachel do you do any of your writing by hand (laughs) no i mean i don't even know i i always have to hunt down when i need a pen so (laughs) it's it no <laughs> and uh yeah so that that was i just wasn't into the paul green maggie lawson storyline so, no yeah, yeah i i liked more along the lines that you know what could have been really cool is like she go there on vacation what she discovers is the relationships from the town and yeah then she about them and i think that would have been a fulfilling story as well but i realized also that the idea of a lot of the Hallmark movies is like romantic connection and romantic gathering or romantic comedies. And, and I think really what the treat of this movie was the town. And I love how that like a blizzard brought the town together and they were friends. And then they created this uh, time capsule that ended up being the advent calendar to bring the town together again. But I also feel like I was like, I don't think the town, ever came apart per se but i think it was highlighting a particularly 
meaningful time for the town when they did have that blizzard. Yeah. So Barbara Niven's character, she, uh, her parents owned this bakery and she has all these fond memories and she ends up uh, becoming this diet attorney and into a diner. And, uh, and so there's kind of that, and she's sort of nostalgic about the old bakery. And then you have the magical snow globe. Yes. Uh, yeah. Which was also the, uh, my, my favorite part of this movie. And uh, there's starts out with Aggie Lawson's character wishing on the snow globe. And then uh, Rakia's character uh, is wishing and she never has gotten her wishes come true so she thinks the snow globe is uh, she's like this magic is defective. Whack. yeah, defective. <laughs> yeah she's like, it and, doesn't work and she ends up breaking the snow globe which was pretty <laughs> upsetting <laughs> pretty like oh my gosh and uh and so but then that starts on this whole sort of mystery that mm-hmm. this was pretty fun i thought the whole rebuilding of the snow globe was was pretty pretty well done and yeah. there's ends up being a a key underneath one of the uh uh one of the 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 parts of the snow globe and and we find out at the very end that nick mr nick from uh the old man <laughs> sort of your uh that he bumped her he nudged her uh so he that made her break, her break it. it so they can solve the mystery open yeah. the advent calendar but he was also there when she made the wish though too like he's yeah. in the background so yeah. he's like she needs her wish because everyone in that town knows that her and i forget the character's names but yeah the two, elliot anna and um elliot yeah that they yeah. all needed to be together they <laughs> had such great chemistry yeah. and antonio Cayoni and ricky bernard i thought they were were so good together yeah and i i just any scene with them was the best yeah uh, it was oh so good and uh and so they yeah they start to rebuild this snow globe and what did you think of that that glass blowing scene oh well here's the thing i was like mm, i've seen this before because i lived in corning new york and uh, that's Corning Glassware and so there's a museum and I've blown glass and I've gone to like different <sighs> classes or like viewings of it so I'm like I always get excited when I see um oh. glass blowing in culture like in pop culture and things like uh-huh. that because it's it's an artistic like these are artists they're called yeah. gaffers and um they don't get their due and I, I didn't know about <laughs> them until I so historians gaffers we got all sorts of people in this three movies getting their due um i didn't know about them until i lived in corning and so i was like yes get that glass blowing going did you know (laughs) that so you maybe already knew that glass blowing was such a sexy activity (laughs) like they got really like very cozy doing this glass blowing it was One of the things I can say about the glass blowing is that when I went to go do it, it was not like that. <laughs> so I had so a failure on your part. You really, well, you... I also have asthma. So I have like, I have problems like blowing up balloons and things like that. So the person who was helping me had to finish blowing my glass. <laughs> you could have met the love of your life and been glass blowing together 
but yeah they were like no this is not gonna work <laughs> it, i mean they kind of reminded me a little bit of uh of uh sweet home alabama yeah you know all the <laughs> he's, the, he's the sexy glass independent glass maker glass <laughs> glass artisan whatever yes, yeah <laughs> there there's so many m- moments in that movie where it like pans up and just like holds on whatever his josh lucas's character's name i yeah. can't remember just <laughs> holds on his face for like exorbitantly long periods of time <laughs> and i whenever i they were like thank you director <laughs> they knew what they were doing or patrick dempsey is the same way it's like yeah they know they know what's going on <laughs> they know the target audience yeah <laughs> uh but i i i thought it was great i really i just thought they had such great chemistry and i could have just watched a whole movie of them uh <laughs> of them trying to fix the 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 rebuild the the um snow globe and that's the thing is i think that like this movie ends up being where it's mistakenly focused on the wrong thing yeah yeah Yeah. i i I, that's how i feel and uh yeah so then they find the key so that's the other kind of part of it and uh it ends up being what did you think of this whole wall that ends up like coming down i was like how did no one else find this ever (laughs) but it was really cool like it was made really well like they did some major work during a blizzard like how it looked like that after i like that kept them inside for two weeks like (laughs) yeah i mean there's never noticed that there's this huge part of the wall that like sticks out you know and that that's i don't know it's funny they're like this is weird architecture yeah. and, they just keep walking. and they're like pulling out the special effects and everything with the way that, that <laughs> the wall just like I thought it was cool. and i was like oh my it god that's cool i was like oh, that's not a time capsule that's an advent calendar <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was pretty epic i enjoyed it i liked the mystery aspect of it all like where yeah, it was cute capsule at? and the kid was like we're gonna he was like on it to he was using the library i was like kid you got this yeah yeah i enjoyed it it uh i also i (laughs) liked mayor ezra's leaving and hello romson p is becoming the new mayor and that whole dynamic was funny yeah (laughs) uh and uh and then there's the whole sequence that they go caroling Mm-hmm. Uh, and i just talked about one of my episodes of best forever so i was like i've only seen people carol in hallmark movies and then i was like see <laughs> <laughs> also though i thought that the 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 cookie making cookie baking montage was so <laughs> odd like what is this weird song it was like it's time <laughs> time for christmas it's the time time for christmas and i'm like <laughs> I don't know. and it's, apparently the only time we know that is when we got cookies <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but yeah it was it was a yeah that one i was like um i could do without this yeah I, mean, I do love a good cookie and i do love a good montage but <laughs> it reminded me of there's this movie this year that was pretty funny called it's a christmas movie christmas uh by, about a two girls that get 
wake up inside a christmas movie it was oh, pretty fun. funny <laughs> and then they're like what are we gonna do what are we how are we gonna solve this and then they look at each other and they're like montage time <laughs> that was funny yeah that's, really cute. that's a cute idea for a movie yeah it was really good i did also love the scene where uh she finds her uh mom's wedding ring in yeah the, that uh, was so cool glitter. yeah like I, I don't know how you lose your ring in the glitter but <laughs> not sort of realize like and how you know that happens same glitter from 50 years ago but he kind of yeah. jokes, like does glitter go bad <laughs> yeah they don't use that glitter very often evidently and yeah. <laughs> but it, it doesn't matter because it was super cute and her yeah. expression when she finds it was so fun and yeah. of course then she gives it to her brother mm-hmm. who then ends up proposing to holly robinson pete yeah. which was yeah, also was really great. cute yeah, yeah it was cute. really cute let's focus on them christmas evergreen part four yes yes and so uh (laughs) then we get the ending with do you hear what i hear and then the the final opening of the of the uh box saying for the advent calendar saying for them to just to to redo the wall and set it up for another 50 years like why does it have to be 50 years yeah, that's a like, long time <laughs> why not like five years or like hey let's do this every year because this really brought us together like what yeah. if the town isn't there in 50 years because they only have one road going <laughs> i feel like i got yeah, five or maybe 10 years is is probably better but that was it's true I mean, it was kind of funny yeah maybe they can't afford it you know i don't know but i was like i thought it was really cute to have like a town advent calendar that brought everyone together like so when Mm -hmm. maggie lawson opened it she it was like do your favorite thing that you don't do and like says building like snowmen together like i thought that was cool like it was cute and that is like one of the smallest towns ever (laughs) there's like i know (laughs) yeah i I feel like i would not want to live in evergreen I, I would want to green every year though yeah i want a vacation there i don't think i'd want to live there yeah but uh it's like have you ever seen the, the uh old abc family the movie the snow globe no i don't Christine, think i have Milian. it's totally bonkers but uh but yeah it's about her character uh ends up in a snow globe uh and <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like it's very hallmark or horror even though it wasn't on hallmark it's very like it really should be a horror movie but it's actually a romantic comedy but it kind of reminds me of that a little bit but that evergreen is the snow globe yeah it's kind of you don't want to be there permanently you want to you know a drive train in train out (laughs) (laughs) yeah so but it was kind of nice at the end because he ends up paul green's character ends up going with her to the city and he gets the job and that was that was a little different so that was yeah. nice he was probably just waiting buying his time to get out of there <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so i'm gonna give this one uh 3.25 crowns okay well one thing i'd like to mention that we didn't that i thought was cute about the movie and then i'll give my crown yeah. was that 
he ends up writing a story about all the women business owners in the town and i thought yeah, that was really cool that's true um and but also like the only time those business owners are going to probably make money is during christmas but so i was like you might want to get a evergreen too <laughs> But I really enjoyed this one. And so I'm going to give it a four, just like I gave the Christmas club. Yeah. So we did a poll on mm-hmm. the favorite. Uh, uh, Christmas at the Plaza is the resounding winner at 48%. What? Uh, yep. Uh, Christmas and Evergreen 3. For, was that for Ryan Pavey? Yeah. I, so. I mean, people like what they like, so that's cool. Um, Christmas and Evergreen, three, 36%. Christmas Club, 16%. Uh, so some, some of the different thoughts. Hotline to Hallmark says, that's a tough choice. It's down to Christmas Club and Evergreen for me. Truly mm-hmm. enjoyed both. I think that Evergreen was a bit more festive. Yes. I like everything about the town and the different stories and surprises in it. Yes, uh, agreed. Jonathan Garza says, I would say the Christmas Club was my least favorite because the female lead character came across as weak. Mm. The Christmas at the Plaza was good, but I thought the script had potential to be better. I thought Tidings of Joy was very good, but I didn't like the first montage musical scene. Yeah. <laughs> we all agree on that first scene, what was happening. It was like right out of elevator music land. Uh, but Efren Kelly from Single Girl Table for One says, oh, this one was a tight race between Christmas at the Plaza and Christmas in Evergreen 3. Both were amazing. Mm. Uh, Mary Jo from the Pavey Pack. So that's why people are going to come after me. But I like Ryan Pavey. Ryan um, Pavey, like I said, before <laughs> my life before Ryan Pavey, my life after. What was the name of that count? I need to follow them. Yeah, yeah. Pavey Pack. Yeah, Pavey Pack. Uh, okay. Hashtag Pavey Pack. Uh, Christmas at the Plaza is definitely my favorite. Truthfully, though, any movie with Ryan Pavey is my favorite uh, mm-hmm. Hallmark Channel movie. Ryan will always be my number one hunks of Hallmark and Hallmark guy and yes. uh and then let's see here uh what else a couple more um cindy kane says it's a tough choice between christmas and evergreen and christmas at the plaza for me both yes. were exceptional i voted for the plaza they had one up because of location oh and yeah near my home i guess yeah. um and let's see if there's any few more uh nancy c says i love christmas club and i thought cameron and elizabeth mitchell were great together christmas in the plaza good story but i didn't like the female lead and i thought the evergreen one was flat and my least favorite Hmm. yeah Uh, and so well if they're talking about the main relationship agreed uh yeah yeah i and let's see one more uh the uh um do to do sorry where did i have it oh here tara stawatz sorry sorry uh it says i have to say that i liked the christmas at the palace but we'll have to rewatch it because once my incredible family came down for thanksgiving we decided to watch uh other christmas movies so <laughs> that sounds pretty fun yeah. uh and yeah it was on thanksgiving day which was kind of kind of fun yeah. Uh, so there we go. That is some of the thoughts that you all had. So let us know uh, in the comments or on Twitter how mad you are at me and what <laughs> uh, what you thought. 
what how many crowns you would give it uh that would be great and uh so thanks so much elisa i really appreciate it and absolutely uh where can people find you i am at best forever's pod on twitter instagram and facebook and my personal account is dr elisa lucas and i might be following some of you <laughs> that did the poll because i want to know more about ryan Pavey. yeah but also I am also comparing all Christmas movies to the one about the Christmas crawl from last year. Yeah, cookie it was, crawl. Yeah. Oh, so good. Christmas joy. I think that was called, but it should yeah. have been called the cookie crawl. It should have been called the For cookie sure. crawl. Yeah. Cookie, Christmas crawl, whatever. <laughs> Give me a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes, where I have all kinds of controversial <laughs> reviews. <laughs> so check that out and uh and then make sure you're following the podcast at hallmarkies pod and hallmarkies, hallmarkies podcast all of our social media itunes youtube and if you're listening on itunes please leave us your ratings and reviews if you are listening on youtube please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel we really appreciate that as well and uh, so thanks so much and make sure you check out our merch store we still there's having the black friday sale throughout this yeah. whole weekend so we have some really fun stuff and then we also have our patreon uh, which we really just so much appreciate any uh, contributions that come to help us put on the podcast. It's so appreciated. So check that out. All the information will be in the description. And uh, yeah, so we'll talk to you all later. Merry, Merry Christmas. And we're on to December. Woo! <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs>